Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back, everybody, to another fantastic episode of the Every Pokemon Episode Ever podcast. And today we are going over episode 1232, titled Rocket Dan Strikes Back. And here with me today is my evil partner in crime, my bro to the end, my ride or die, is good old Dougie Fresh. Dougie, my man, how you doing? I'm doing all right, but I'm not as over-caffeinated as you, apparently. <laughs> bro, if I'd be lying if I said I didn't, and if I didn't down a whole monster before getting into this podcast, because we have a long show that we're getting ready to do today. We do, but I I think when we get down into the weeds, I don't think it's going to be that long. Yeah, I don't think so either. I, well, once we start powering through this, it'll be it'll be it'll be okay. It'll be. I it'll think be, so. It'll be good. So. I think so because once that ball gets rolling, um, and you stepped over my my little line because I was going to say you know you get a guy talking about Japanese toilets, he gets all excited. And, you know, <laughs> Just flew right through that. <laughs> so, so we got to preface the audience. So, no, we don't. No, we don't. <laughs> I do. I do. Keep them, keep them guessing. For the whole, what the hell were they what talking were, about at the beginning? Ja- they never... Japanese toilets. Were they watching South Park? Yes, we were watching South Park. But no, on a real note, um, I I got curious and went to go and look up on Amazon <laughs> how much bidets actually cost. And surprising to me, I was dumbfounded. Those motherfuckers cost like 30 some odd dollars, bro. Oh, hold on. That's not the whole, that's just like an attachment. Yeah, no, yeah, that's the attachment. I ain't buying yeah, the yeah. whole damn set. That thing. No, no, no. God, no. No. I have a really, 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 we, we just bought um, a couple really, really nice toilets for our home. And I, if I did get one of those, I would buy the attachment and just go click, click, click. There we go. All right. <laughs> but um, yeah, those things are only like 30 something bucks. And I was like, oh, that's fairly cheap for a squirting water bottle. <laughs> people at home with bidets go well when he puts it like that <laughs> i might need to try this thing i don't even feel that special anymore this podcast is sponsored by bidet it makes sure that every hole is clean <laughs> i was gonna make a joke because i've legitimately listened to enough podcasts that i li- like know like the company that it would be but i don't want to get <laughs> I know which one you're talking about too. <laughs> Would it happen to be on a talk is 
person um, podcast. Well, I mean, that one for sure. You can't go five minutes on his show without hearing an ad. <laughs> I, just in general, like there's, it seems like there's a cycle of advertisers that go through these wrestling podcasts. And it's like, oh, this guy's got a code for this this month. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm going to bring this up on here. Because oh we had this conversation before, and yes, we're, we're, we'll get into the episode, but uh, we we always have a talking segment, and this is going to be one of our talking segments. I pay for Sirius XM. Oh, no. <laughs> okay? Uh-huh. Yeah. So, they're, on Sirius XM, they have regular shows like Howard Stern, you can listen to the the radio and different things like that. And they have ads because they're like a live broadcast, right? Okay. Right. There's also now, I guess because um, SiriusXM has been trying to get more subscribers, so they, they've dived into the podcasting world. Okay? As they should. Yes, yes. And by all means, podcasts are great, and I know that they generate a, a decent amount of of income um, per ads. I mean, I mean that's that's how we all make livings here is by the ads. You play the ads, but from what I I know, and 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 for us, when you have like a premium Spotify um, subscription, you don't hear the ads that we play at the beginning of each one of our episodes on Sirius XM. I was listening. I just happened to be listening to the Garcia twins, um, formerly known as the Bella twins. And they had like easily like five to eight minutes <laughs> worth of ads before they got into their goddamn damn episode and i'm sitting here and i'm waiting for for my son while he's in karate and it got to like the five minute mark and i look over at my wife i was like what the fuck am i paying for and she's like she's like they're making a living just like you guys you guys have ads they have ads i was like but i'm paying for a premium service that has a podcast on it and i'm still hearing ads I didn't agree with it. Do you agree with it? If you're paying for a premium service, if it's not a live broadcast like a Howard Stern or a sports radio show that's literally live on SiriusXM, if it's a podcast, should I be listening to ads, Doug? Well, this is where you get into a gray area, obviously, because it's, it's one thing when... You're listening to a show, and they either throw to a break because they're clued in enough to know where the ads are going to go, or you're listening to a show and an ad just comes on. Because sometimes shows just get plugged into um, whatever, and you know ads get put you know here, there, and everywhere. Yes, and, and I listen. To, you know, a, a good majority of, of both of those buckets. And I also listen to the type of shows that you're, for lack of a better word, bitching about, where <laughs> they do an ad, but they frame it as a conversation, 
like that's organic to the show. Oh, it was. Oh, it wasn't organic. They didn't even get into the goddamn conversation. They started it and they started reading ads for like eight minutes. Oh, see, and that's that speaks to their ability to. And I, I'm so glad that we don't have the kind of coverage where this is going to get picked up and and ran with. <laughs> it speaks to their ability to like naturally speak. Yeah. Because a lot of these shows, you can t- like, if you listen to a show for a couple of weeks, you're like, okay, this is transitioning into an ad. It's and then you know, here's an ad for you know, freaking or whatever. But some of them can't even have fun with the copy because they've got to make sure to get the copy so they just read the copy and it's like that's not fun Th- those are the ones that i'll you know hit the skip button on until they get back to the actual conversation but so if if you can if you can roll your ad into conversation and you can you know you can kind of stay in the show i'll rock with you on that okay I trust the way that that you read, and it helps if you've got you know multiple people. If you if it's just one guy, like a certain performer on uh, Wednesday nights, if it's just him, that's that that can get tedious real quick. But if you've got like inter, if it's like you and I, and, and we've got a or something make that entertaining while at the same time hitting what we need to hit in the copy. So to, to long windedly answer your question that you asked about a half hour ago, (laughs) those are the kind of, the kind of ads that you're complaining about kind of got everybody by the short hairs. Because yeah. they can say, well, it's part of the conversation. Well, no, bitch. No, it wasn't the way you were reading it. <laughs> yeah, that that there was no conversation. There was nothing that you were talking about at all that had to do with your episode at all. And I'm just sitting here listening to plugged ads for eight minutes. Because, oh, 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 and this is what made it better. <laughs> I'm sorry. And I and I and normally I don't I don't. I don't bitch and 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 I know this might sound like I'm I'm completely bashing the Garcia's podcast and I'm not. I I love their show. I just did not like this part which I mean freedom of speech I can I can talk about. <laughs> but um so don't don't slam me on Twitter or or throw in those emails. I I won't I won't read or listen to them. Um, but um th- as they're doing the ads, th- they shot to real-life commercials, and they came back and then was still doing ads before they right. got into it. So it's the, it's the double whammy, because it's like, it's an ad that's part of our show, but it, you know it's an ad, and then it's like, okay, their ad's done, they're going to get into the show. No, then it's, then, it's a, then it's a placed ad, and then you're like, well, this is shit. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. I'm... I 
I felt a certain way. And it's just funny because uh, me and my wife, my, my wife was on the side of the of the twins and she was like, they're making a living. That's how they do their show. You can't bitch because it's not your show, which she's right. But then I uh, she also was like, well, call Doug up, call him up. And, and see how he feels. And I, I called you up and we had part of this conversation then too. And you, your, your stance was, um, very similar, um, to what it is right now. But I, I just wanted to throw that out here on this podcast and was like, am I wrong, people? Am I, what was I, am I just in a bad mood, um, for, having to listen to these ads. I mean, I know we have ads on, on our show. Please don't cancel us. <laughs> but, um, but for people that actually pay, like if they pay for our Patreon or if they're paying for, um, premium Spotify, they don't have to listen to the ads. And that's just my gripe. I'm paying for a service like Sirius XM. I shouldn't have to listen to it unless, it was said on air on a broadcast. And even Howard Stern is good um, when when you're re-listening to his shows that all the ads are taken out on replay. So, so wait, because you said you were listening to that eight-minute spiel or whatever, and you said they would finish their read and then an ad would pop up. Well, that that generated ad shouldn't have popped up then if you were on the... Aid stuff. Well, that if they, the way that they had their stuff set up is they would be doing their, like the, the twins would do their ad. And then after right. the twins did part of their ad, then a regular commercial came on, which no, I, 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 but I believe that they have all this meshed into their actual podcast like they say here's Sirius XM here's here's the file and I think that's what it was because it just seemed perfectly placed and then after the um the that ad played they came back and they were still doing ads it was just it was it was really annoying it was really and it really depends because I can send you some examples where, like, you know, you know they're transitioning into a, a freaking uh, a me undies ad or whatever. I don't even know if me undies is a thing. <laughs> it's like here's this me undies segment takes them five minutes because they're riffing on the material. And it's like you know that's something I'll sit there and listen to. But if it's a if it's a generated ad for O'Reilly's Auto Parts, it's like well I can skip that. Exactly. So oh, I mean, it it really goes both ways. It's up to the it's up to the podcast. It's up to it's like how how do you take your reads? If you just, if you're just straight down the line, I've got to get all the stuff that's in the copy in this spot, and that's skip. But if it's like I can riff on this, and we can do ten minutes on this manscape, Dad. <laughs> you're not like I said. You're you're not wrong, bro. But. You know, if if you'll say one thing about the Garcias, you know, it's not like they're queens of improv. No, they're not. They're not. <laughs> we we all heard we all heard the promo where Nikki said she wished Bree died in the womb. Yep. Yep. 
But but she was playing a character, Doug. She was. Yeah, she was. She was. Yeah, that wasn't that wasn't Nicole Garcia. That was Nikki Bell. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. sure. <laughs> so, all right. Well, this is a Pokemon podcast. You wouldn't know it, but it is. Now here's an ad for. Bur- Never mind. <laughs> here's an ad from. Place ad here. <laughs> for don't eight. say a name of it. Don't say a real. Don't say a real company, just in case. I know. Um, I I found out we have so many different sponsors for this podcast that I'm scared to say anything because they might sponsor our damn show. <laughs> With Spotify, we have so many. But back to the Pokemon episode that we're getting ready to go over, Doug. So. Rocket Dan strikes back. Um, this mm-hmm. we found out short um shortly that this is um a part one to a two parter episode. Uh, it's not re- that's not really advertised. Yeah, it's not advertised, but it is. Um, I was completely wrong. Um, I I thought this was going to be some kind of blow off episode when I saw the preview for it. Wasn't so hype on it. Wasn't a bad episode. I mean, we'll get into it. I'm not going to give my uh, my take on it, but I I'd be wrong to say um, I, I I well, I guess I should be right to say I I kind of take back my statements from the past two episodes that we did because this this episode did kind of change my mind, and I I did enjoy this before we do get into it, so. Yeah, yeah, because you were kind of feeling a certain way, kind of based off. <clears throat> pardon me, based off of like some of the information you were gathering and the, the trailer um, at the end of the last episode. Yes, yes, I was. I was feeling a certain way, and I maybe, <clears throat> maybe don't. I I, sh- I shouldn't take these previews lightly, especially. When it's getting down to the last few, I should have known Pokemon wasn't going to fuck around. And oh, did they not fuck around. But I was still a little bit let down. We'll get into this episode. But are you are you ready to jump on into this episode, bro? I'm, I'm very excited to, to dive into this, yes. All right, all right. So I'm about to hit the play button <clears throat> again. This is episode nine of Ash's last 11 episodes. And we start this episode with Ash stretching, um, putting his arms. And he's like, oh, man, this is such a nice day. He's still being followed by Brock and Misty. And the narrator is like, it is such a great day um, today. And what type of Pokemon will will our heroes see in, in this episode? And <laughs> out of nowhere comes a freaking <clears throat> deli bird. That just comes flying over them. It's very rare to see one of these Pokemon, especially in this type of atmosphere, because they're normally mm-hmm. in the cold. But even even Brock made a comment. He's like, it's pretty unusual to see one of those out here. It flies on by. It flies by Latias. And Latias is in her invisible form, still following our heroes. And Latias even turns her head and is like, huh? R- what are you doing out here? 
and Deli Bird just keeps on going. It's flying in the forest. It's starting to go down. And we see Jesse and James Meowth and Wobbuffet. And they their feet hurt. And they're tired. And they're like, man, we don't have anything to report to Giovanni. What are we going to do? And then all of a sudden, Deli Bird flops right in front of them. And James is like, wait a minute, that that's Deli the Deli Bird. And I, I got a <laughs> chuckle out of that. <laughs> and Jesse, she's like, um, why are you here? And Deli Bird brings out some food and is like, I got food. And Jesse James won't fat me out. They're like, oh my gosh, a, f- a box lunch. Oh my goodness. And they turn around, they just um just house it i mean they man if if they would (laughs) have they they house that food down quick and they turn around and they're like thank you deli bird thank you for all of the food and meowth is like man i'm so stuffed meow and jesse's like do you have any seconds and Deli Bird's like, do I have seconds? Wait until you get a load of this. And it reaches his hand inside of the sack and throws up a whole bunch of Pokeballs. And out of the Pokeballs um, comes and I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go to this list because it's a lot. So mm-hmm. you get Mime Jr., you get, let's see, Saviper, Yamanga, Wobat, Frillish, Gorgeist, let's see, um, Carnivine, Yamask, Amungus, Inky, and uh, I believe that is it. Yes, that is it. So all of these Pokemon come out of their Pokeballs. Um, referencing all of the Pokemon that Jesse and James have encountered and captured throughout the years. And they're, they're, they're like, oh my gosh, what? They, these are all of our Pokemon. And Jesse is like, she's like, oh my gosh, it's been so long. <laughs> And we look over at James, and James is like, he just starts naming off all his Pokemon. He's like, Mime Jr., Inke, Among Us, Yamas, Carnivine, oh my goodness. And Meowth is like, it's a big gathering of all of our Pokemon. And Wobbuffet's like, oh my gosh, Wobbuffet. And we go straight into the intro for this episode. And then, I, for once, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna acknowledge this because it was different. But instead of Pikachu doing the title sequence, we actually got Meowth playing with the Pokeball, and it opens up, and it says Team Rocket's counterattack, and which I mean that that's the name that they put for this. Um, Wiki and Bulbapedia has it as Rocket Don Strikes Back, but Meowth, um. Meowth did the title sequence this week, Doug, and I'm going to send this on over to you. And that makes sense, obviously, with this being um, really uh, Team Rocket-centric. So we cut back, and Delibird is 
going into its its bag for one more thing, and we get this, this bright flash, and we see this gigantic golden statue of Giovanni, and he's he's holding out a pokeball, and he's kind of giving off like Iron Man vibes. And then all of a sudden, the eyes start to glow, and we hear a voice, and it's, you know, Jesse, James, Meowth. You know, and and they're stunned. They're like, oh my god, it's Giovanni. He, he's, he's become a statue. And, <laughs> um, and um, he basically says, you know, what we said in the, in the aftermath of Delibird throwing out all the Pokemon. He's like, these are all your Pokemon that you've met over the various regions, and um, <clears throat> pardon me. And he's like, well, you know, they're yours, and and we think that you're capable of of taking care of them. So you know, keep it on the straight and narrow. And me, I was like, bet. And the statue's like, that's it. And it, the fucking thing just explodes. And, you know, Jesse and James are sitting there going, heh, heh, heh. And then, um, <laughs> and then we see uh, Deli Bird is um, departing, and everybody's like, thank you, Deli Bird, thank you, you know, send our regards to Giovanni, you know, thanks for the lunches, we are almost dead. And, <laughs> um... And Meow's like, Giovanni's going to be expecting us to prove our worth with all of these Pokemon. And um, you know, he's looking around and everybody's standing there. And he's like, oh, it's all of our Pokemon, huh? And... And he, you know, and then Jesse and James are kind of in like a like a bit of a fantasy and they think about wheezing and Arbok and victory bell and um all the pokemon the, the... all the pokemon that they they don't have anymore that's out in the wild right and this is um one of your gripes um it's like they brought back all the team rockets pokemon except for Arbok and wheezing and lickitung and victory bell and um Let's see. Let's see. Victory Bell. Um, doo -doo -doo. That one. Let's see. We have a Dustox. We have a Mimikyu. And I believe. And a Mareni is, hmm. is the other one that, that, that they did not mention. So Meowth is standing there. He goes, "Wonder if they're all still doing well." And um, we find out that uh, these Pokemon are referred to as graduated uh, Pokemon, and um, we don't really know what that means, <laughs> other than they couldn't be bothered to be in that. They satchel with Delibird. Yeah, they're not coming back. <laughs> they're and, like, you've seen enough of those Pokemon. Um, you know, James is like, well, in order to repay 
um, Giovanni's kindness and, and prove that we're worthy of such an honor, we must get that Pikachu. And, um, and, um, and, uh, Meowth calls him, says, we're going to be the Team Rocket Revengers. And, which, which is not a bad name that they have. Uh, no, it's not, for the, for but it's just, episode. it's not, but it just makes you think of the Avengers, which is obviously another franchise. Yeah. And, you know, Jesse kind of, um, Jesse and James kind of echo your sentiments. They're like, that's an awesome name. <laughs> um, um, yeah, I was like, well, that's now that that's taken care of, we just need to plan the operation. And he was like, I've got a good idea. And, um, Jesse's like, well, then why don't, <clears throat> why don't you tell us all if you're, if you're so proud of yourself? And, and we we fade to black, and then we come back to Ash and the gang continuing to walk in the forest until Pikachu hears something off to the right. Yes, and um, from off to the right, Pikachu notices uh, Mime Junior is just coming out of the. Uh, out of the bushes and Mime Jr. is like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I need some help. I need help. And Ash is like, Mime Jr.? And Mime Jr. is like, help me, help me. I need help. And Pikachu immediately jumps out. I loved the the attention to detail here. Pikachu walks over uh, and looks at Mime Jr. and looks Mime Jr. right in the eyes and is like, you're Team Rocket! <laughs> <laughs> just, just jumped right back <laughs> after meeting eyes, but it's like, the fuck are you doing over here? And Pikachu's like, <laughs> she's like, Pika! And Mime Jr. is like, help me! Help me! I need help! And Ash is like, what's wrong with Mime Jr., Pikachu? And Pikachu is like, that's Team Rocket! Pika! 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 And, but of course, they don't, they don't understand Mime Jr. And Mime Jr. is like, Mime Jr., help me! Help me! And Misty's like, it looks like it's begging for our help. And Brock notices Pikachu, and Pikachu's like, but Pikachu is wary of it. And Mime Jr. is about to cry, and then is about to pretend to faint, and Ash is like, whoa, whoa, whoa! Goes down and catches Mime Jr. in his arms. Mime Jr. looks up, and it's like, Mime Junior, help me. And Ash is like, Pikachu, we need to help Mime Junior. And Pikachu is like, fine. And Ash is like, are you okay, Mime Junior? And Mime Junior smiles. And this is when we hear James in the background going, are you ready? So here's the plan. And we go to a a small montage of James telling Mime Jr. what to do. So he's telling Mime Jr. 
First, you go to the Brat Boys and you act like, oh, I'm being chased by Team Rocket. Help me. Help me. Making them trust you. And he's doing the motion that Mime Jr. was doing. And he gets down to Mime Jr.'s level and he's like, and here's the pose to really sell it. Oh, Mime Jr. And he does the help me face. Help me. Help me. And Mime Jr. mimics him and is like, help me. Help me. And it's from there, we go right back to real time. And Mime Jr. is walking over to Pikachu and it grabs Pikachu's hand. It's like, help me. Help me. And Pikachu is sitting there. It's like, fine. I have a badge of honor to help a Pokemon in need. So I'm going to help you. And Mime Jr. is like, great. <laughs> Duh. Take it from here. And, and Ash is kind of sitting there. He's like, that's the spirit. <laughs> And look up in the um, in the tree, and this is when we get our first—well, not our first glimpse—but this is when um, you know, Ash and the crew see Team Rocket for the first time, and they're doing the meadow, their meadow, their meadow, <laughs> and um. This is probably as close to the original motto as we've gotten um, in this, um, you know, a little nine episode span so far. And, you know, it's kind of all over the place. Like they're posing like superheroes at one point and they're literally skipping through the galaxy and, um, you know, they wrap up and. Misty's the first one to go, Team Rocket! And, um, <laughs> and what do you want? Don't you and, get tired of chasing us for 20-something years? <laughs> and this is when James takes a breath and he and he goes into acting mode and he's like, I'm Junior, you used to be so bad. What happened? <laughs> and he's got, he's got, like, tears in his eyes. He's like, how could you turn on me? This is so devastating. And um, she's like, I am so lost right now. It's not even funny. <laughs> and um, Ash is like, oh, you don't have to hit me over the head with a hammer. He's like, this is Team Rocket's Mime Jr., which isn't fair. It's actually James's Mime Jr., but if we're going to split hairs, we're going to be here all night. Um, and... So Ash says that, and Misty goes, "Holy shit!" And <laughs> um, and Brock's like, "Ah, you see, that's why Pikachu was kind of had its heckles up there, you know, when it first wandered out." And um, and Pikachu's like, "I fuck." I, he's like, "I want to, I want to say, I told you so, so bad." And then. Mime Jr., I think, kind of sensing that, kind of goes behind Pikachu to kind of shield itself. And Pikachu's like, don't you make me put my guard down. And um, as he's like, it betrayed us. And, you know, he was trying to wander around the forest for help. And, yeah, it's like it was going to... So he was gonna sell us down the river to the police, and <laughs> you know he's like, um, he's like you're a disgrace to villains everywhere. He's got this really ugly look on his face, and 
Mime Jr.'s still kind of selling the fear, and at this point, you're kind of unsure. You're like, oh, at this point, how much of this is acting and how much is um, Mime Jr. like legitimately frightened? And Pikachu's kind of, you know, squared up because he's like, I knew I was right, but Team Rocket's still kind of jackasses, and I, you know, shouldn't have to take it out on this poor Mime Jr. And um, and Meow's like, we'll be taking Mime Jr. and leaving now, and uh, Ash is like, you know, he's like, if this is what you're really up to, there's no way I'm going to hand over Mime Jr. to you. And <clears throat> and Jesse's like, listen, this legitimately has nothing to do with you, so if you would just kindly mind staying out of our business. <laughs> and Honestly, with as much trouble as Team Rocket has given me throughout the years, at that point I would have been like, you know what? You're right. Mime Jr., I'm sorry. Bye. <laughs> and just would have just like, <laughs> dipped. And, you know, James, like, we don't, you know, take well to traitors here in Team Rocket. And me, I was like, that's right. We're going to we're going to catch it and I'm going to sentence it to uh, chaotic scratches. And he like pops his claws out of his hands like Wolverine. <laughs> and Wolbuffet tries to screw up its face and look tough. Which was pretty and, badass. Let, let's be honest. That that was a cool... Like, if I could get a, a screenshot of Meowth just taking its claws out like that, it looked pretty badass for a moment. With the, with the little glowing effect when they first popped out, too. Yeah, for real. And, you know, this is where, again, we see uh, Mime Jr.'s kind of tearing up a little bit. And, like I say, how much of it is acting and how much is Mime Jr., like, a little bit disturbed. And Ash is like, all right, Pikachu, use Thunderbolt. And, you know, Pikachu charges up and lets go of a Thunderbolt so bad it lights up the whole damn forest. And then we see, like, a, a smoking mushroom cloud. <laughs> and you now James goes flying up and goes, don't you think we've forgotten about you, Mime Jr.? And, and, you know, don't you think we're done with you or whatever? Jesse James and Meowth and Wobbuffet all have an afro, kind of like how mine is right now. <laughs> it just puffs up into like one big perm and just, ah, we'll be back. <laughs> and so they're gone. And... He's like, you don't have to bother, like, real, like, shit talk behavior. Like, they're gone, and she's insisted on getting that um, last line in. Yep. So then, you know, Brock's like, we need to hurry and get it to, or, or um, we need to hurry and report this to Officer Jenny. We don't have a second to waste. And and it's at that moment that Brock is sitting there and he he's like, oh, Officer Jenny. And when we see Officer Jenny and Krogon comes right out of its Pokeball and it's like <laughs> enough about that. But the animation that they gave Brock when he was getting ready to talk about Officer Jenny uh, they I can't stand that shit. <laughs> they gave they gave him 
the like handsome like good looking eyes animation and he's like and mime junior and when we see officer jenny i just want you to tell her and then Krogot goes and just stings him right in the butt and misty is like we don't have time for for all of this so let and brock is like just let me dream and she's like yeah Okay, you can dream when you're asleep. And his body just hits the ground and he just kind of like seizes out. He's like, he's like, I'm so numb. <laughs> and Mime, Awful stuff. I know. And Mime Jr. jumps right back up into Ash's arms. And Ash is like, Mime Jr., we'll take you um, to the meetup spot. So come with us. And Pikachu's like, yeah, come. And Mime Jr. points into the forest and is like, this way. So they start running into the forest. And then all of a sudden, they get a big boom. You just see a big flash of lightning or something just hit the ground and Ash is like whoa what was that and then all of a sudden Amoongus comes flying out and Ash is like Amoongus and then um, off to the side a Yamanga um, comes flying out and they're like oh my gosh what's going on here and Yamangas come down and starts attacking and it gets right behind Among Us. And this is where we go back to uh, Meowth talking to the rest of the Pokemon. And and we get a flashback and Meowth is like, and what, once Mime Jr. has their trust, it's your turn. Isolate them one by one. And we go back to the Among Us. And Among Us in real time sends out a stun spore or a sleep powder and ash is like oh no sleep powder if we get hit by this we'll fall asleep and brock is like you know what i got the perfect pokemon for this and he goes and he sends out his lulicolo to use water gun to war off the sleep powder that is in the air doug you want to take it from this spot and among us and um What's the dragonfly? Oh, Yamanga. Like, oh shit, they they figured out, you know, it was like our our one thing that we were supposed to do. And Ludi Colo's sitting there going, That's right, I did that shit. I did that shit. <laughs> and um Misty's like, why did they attack like that? Um and Brock's like, well, it's simple. They either think we're invading their turf or Misty cuts him off and he goes, they're Team Rocket in pursuit. This is, you know, it's a setup. <laughs> and um, uh, Brock summons back out his Krogon and um, Pikachu and Ash and Mime Jr. go running off and um, Brock's like right now. That's now that that's taken care of, and he pulls out a, a set of Mara of Pokeball maracas, and um, Ludicolo, Brock, and uh, Krogon do a little, you know, dance, and um, 
they do the Brock dance, <clears throat> the Bro- Brock's famous dance, and the only song that he knows how to do <laughs> in all the and, episodes. Uh, Among Us and um, um, Yamanga. They're just standing there going, what in the fuck is going on? And um, they kind of get into it because the rhythm's infectious. And, you know, it's, it's all of a sudden it's this big, you know, jam party. And we have to leave that because that's too much fun. And we cut to uh, Misty, Ash, and Pikachu, and they're standing at a fork in the road. Like, which way do we go? Which way do we go? And they decide to go, <clears throat> pardon me, to the left. And Latias is, um, no, that wasn't Latias. That was, um, yeah, yeah, it was. That was Latias. Was it Latias? I wasn't sure if it was the other one. Um, they kind of had a mean look on his face. I wasn't sure. But um, but then we get the who's that Pokemon. This is when we find out that it's uh, it's Latias, which wasn't wasn't it Latias in episode one? Um, it might have been. Actually, I can go back and check that right now. I believe that's on that's on Bulbapedia. Um. So we're back in the episode, and uh, Misty and Ash and Pikachu encounter this really uh, fog-ridden area. No, that, the... that that Pokemon um, was a uh, it's a Wobat. Uh, Who's that? Oh, Noivern. Sorry. It, ah, it was, okay. It was okay. Noivern. Okay. And, pardon me, so when the when the fog clears, they're confronted by a... A Frelish. I was going to say, I really wish when you hovered over the names on the um, <laughs> Bulbapedia, like, the image would show up. I wish. I, I'm sure they'll they'll get to that one day. One day. Yes. So they're confronted by the Frelish, and... Um, Frillish throws out, um, what looks to be a shadow ball. And Pikachu, or Ash is like, Pikachu, counter that with Thundershot. And, you know, he does. And out of the shadow ball, Yamask shows up. And then Yamask uses, um, move that I probably know what it's called because we've seen your mask before in black and white and this is when Misty calls out her star you to obliterate your mask's attack with water gun so that must be one hell of a water gun and um Misty looks over to Ash and goes you keep going I can handle this and and once again, she's like, this is, you know, this has got to be Team Rocket, you know, doing like a divide and conquer kind of thing. And um, I loved this next part when Psyduck comes out. Yeah. And then so Brock or Brock, Ash and Pikachu go running off in the opposite direction. 
and then Psyduck inserts itself into conversation, and Psyduck <laughs> is standing there like, I want some, you know, fucking, you know, you don't want these hands. And <laughs> comes out looking this, so confident. <laughs> he's like, you know, Psyduck, you want some of this action? And Psyduck, like, um, you know, stands there, does the double bicep, and freaking the mask, like, just we don't even see it. It's just your mask just hurls himself, <laughs> and he's just he's stuck on Psyduck's head, and Psyduck, you know, isn't the calmest fella. Well, it it, it 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 doesn't wask himself. It it takes the mask um portion of its of its form and just throws it right on top of Psyduck's oh. head. Oh, <laughs> and and the the mask is stuck on on top of Psyduck. And Psyduck's like, oh my god, get it off me, get it. Get it off, get it off, get it off. <laughs> and, and, you know, so Psyduck, you know, runs into uh, Staryu, and, you know, we got back to Yamask and Frillish, and they're just, tee hee hee what, what an idiot. And, um, and then we, pardon me, and then we come and we see the Ash is booking it with Pikachu and Mime Jr., and Pikachu's like bounding up some rocks and all of a sudden he's grabbed by a vine by the tail and um Ash throws out his Infernus. I was gonna say I wanna say Blaziken, but I know that's not right. Um is Infernate Infern Infernape? Uh yes. In Infer right. Infernape. Infernape, okay. And he's like, you know, what is he, like, Fire Punch? Yeah. It, 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 oh, Mega Punch or whatever. Mac, Mac Punch. And it breaks the vine. And when the vine uh, retracts, we see that it's another one of Team Rocket's Pokemon. Carnivine. And this, and this is when we see the Gord... Gorge, Gorgist, Gorgish, and um, you know, at a certain point, I mean, I know they obviously weren't privy to the to a reunion. Obviously, if they were, it'd be like a ten minute episode. But you know, Ash is like, son of a, I'm just getting ambushed by these Pokemon, and <laughs> Team Rocket actually had a good idea for once. And he puts down uh, Mime Jr. And he's like, Pikachu, watch Mime Jr. for me. Um, Infermape and I are going to, you know, take care of this shit. And uh, Pikachu's like, I got you. And, you know, they run off. And then Pikachu, or Pikachu, Ash throws out his... Um, Halucha. Halucha. Um, so we've got like a, like a, like a two-on-two stare down and the... Team Rocket's Pokemon are kind of bouncing, like, come on, you don't want this work. And <laughs> um, they all four kind of dive at each other. And then we randomly cut up to a tree and um, a slack off. Sl which, by the way, 10 out of 10 name for that Pokemon, by the way, just <laughs> oh, no. And. Um, Pikachu and Mime Jr. are running 
and they um, stop on this stump, and it's weirdly kind of surrounded by like a ring of rocks. And Pikachu's kind of looking around. It's like something, I, I, something's about to happen. <laughs> and then, literally out from the shadows, Jesse comes out. And is like, we'd never let you get away. Um, Mime Jr. Mime Jr. Which, by the way, when this gets localized to English, that can't sound as menacing as it probably does in Japanese. I know. Um, well, my, Mime Jr. In, um, in the American version, James calls him Mimey. Okay, we'll see. Okay, I could, I could, I could live with that. Yes. And then um, James comes out from the opposite side, and he reiterates what he said earlier. He says, Team Rocket doesn't uh, ever forgives a traitor. And um, Meowth comes out um, from behind. He goes, accept your punishment, Meow. And... um, Pikachu jumps in front of Mime Jr. and is like, I, I'll save you. you know, if you want Mime Jr., you're going to have to go through me kind of thing. And then Wolbuffet is just in a well. <laughs> and like, I might be stuck. Um, <laughs> but I'm still here. <laughs> and James has some kind of shooter, kind of looks kind of nerfish, if you ask me. It, it's, and he, it's it's a it's a it's like a Nerf gun for your hand. And he's like, "Mime Junior, prepare yourself." And um, this is when the inevitable turn happens, and Mime Junior grabs Pikachu in like a full Nelson, and Meow's like, "Get him!" And um, you know they're tussling, and. Pikachu is able to to get out of Mime Junior's grip and does a barrel roll away, and we we find out that um, you know Mime Junior wasn't as as um, smooth, and <laughs> he just waves to the camera. He's like, "Hi!" He's like I'm in a net. I'm you know this happened, and um, Jesse and Meowth are like, "Oh!" and um. Like Mime, kind of, Mime Jr., the plan was going so well until right now. <laughs> I was like, I can't be too bad because you're my Pokemon. And Mime Jr. kind of looks dejected, and he's like, maybe I could use the look. And he, and he does the look that he was doing to you know, Ash and the gang. And, you know, James is simpleton, so he, like, immediately forgives. He's like... Um, he's like, you did a great job, my junior. He hugs him. He's like, you you leave the rest to us. And um, Wolbuffet's, you know, once again, he's simple as well, so he's got tears in his eyes. And Pikachu's uh, getting ready, and he's distracted because Wolbat comes in, um, using like a. I think it's like air cut or something. Yeah. And um the um 
a not quite Arbok pops up and he's getting ready to use um, Iron Tail. And then another Pokemon blasts him with like a like a psychic bubble beam. And we pan up and we see that Pikachu is literally surrounded. And he's got like no um no he's got no out. backup. Like, like he's literally by himself because Ash is over on the beach and Misty and Brock are otherwise preoccupied. And Pikachu and, is like, fuck. Just surrounded, surrounded by Wobat, Mime, well, Team Rocket, and all the rest of their Pokemon. And it's at this point that Jesse is like, guys, don't you dare let Pikachu get away. And then she has the the extra net gun in her hand, and Meowth takes out its claws, and they're glowing gold again. And Meowth is like, "Yeah, I'm here. I'm here." So Viper and Wobbuffet are like, "Yeah, we got you now." Inky and Wubat are like, "Yeah, let's go." And Inky looks like it's getting ready to do one of its attacks pikachu is like crap he's like but i know i know i can take all of you we pan away we see that uh that latius is in the air watching this whole thing inky comes down and just starts power fisting pikachu is like bam 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 and Wobat's coming down and using its wing attack, and Pikachu is like, Thundershock! And Latias is looking so defeated, it's like, I need to help. And it starts using some type of psychic attack, and it's noticing everything that's going on, and it's seeing Ash, it's seeing Misty, it's seeing Brock, it's it's going back and it's looking at Pikachu. Pikachu's in trouble. And Latias is like, oh, what do I do? It looks over at Ash again. And Ash is like, oh, I felt that. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> and um, he's like, he's like, enough playing over here. And he tells his Pokemon, he's like, come on, we got to go save Pikachu. And it's from this point that um, Jesse's um gorgeous uh, um starts shooting up seeds into the air um to let team rocket know hey ash is coming and kind of a who who do you who do you <laughs> and Jesse and James was like oh they figured out our plan and Jesse's like let's catch let's catch Pikachu real quick and retreat and it's from this point that Halucha comes flying in, jumps right in front of uh, Slackoff, and jumps onto one of the rocks. It's like, I am here. And Pikachu is just like, Thundershock, Thundershock, Thundershock. And, and Halucha just jumps off of one of the rocks as the Viper is coming in. Jumps Straight curve stop. Just not even. <laughs> For real. Just bam, right on top of of Survivor and Halucha is like, yeah, I, I'm here. And both Jesse and James is like, yeah, let's catch Pikachu. They both shoot out a net. Infernate comes rolling in um, with, with a uh, flame wheel and gets caught in the net and puts the net on fire. And basically uh, the net goes up in flames. So there's no more nets. All of um, Team Rocket's Pokemon 
make their way back over to the scene and they're now Ash and his Pokemon and Pikachu are now surrounded by all of Team Rocket. And Team Rocket's like, it's Revengers time! All the um, Team Rocket's Pokemon does a pose, and I'm I'm gonna point it out here. I'm not sure if they're gonna, if this is gonna translate to the English version, but they start playing a Team Rocket Japanese song in the background, which was one of their um, songs that they had back in the day in Pokemon. Mm. And this song, as this song is playing in in the background. Jesse, Jesse is like, this is not over yet. And Meowth is like, hand over Pikachu right now. And Ash is like, no, what's going on? He's like, Mime Jr., didn't you leave Team Rocket? And Meowth, of course, being the villains in the kids show, is like, that was a lie. It was an act to isolate <laughs> Pikachu. <laughs> As they go and tell their whole plan. And James is like, you fell hook, line, and sinker to Mime Jr.'s masterful performance. And, and then James does the, help me, help me, face. And then Jesse's like, now, Revengers, let's nap each and every one of them. It's time. And then all of all of Team Rocket's Pokemon gets like a whole bunch of Shadow Balls and just a whole bunch of strong attacks. And all of them put their attacks all into one. And there is one big ball of an attack. And it's going over towards Ash. And uh, Ash is like, we got to dodge this. Infernate grabs Ash and just jumps out of the way. Halucha grabs Pikachu and jumps out of the way and they dodge this big attack. But now the attack is going over towards Team Rocket. And um, it's at this point, Wobbuffet jumps in and takes the full blow from this attack, um, blocking Team Rocket from getting hit. But the attack, the attack is too strong. And Wobbuffet takes it and just blasts it back at all of the Pokemon that sent the, the attack out. But instead, all of those Pokemon move out of the way. It hits a tree and the tree takes the full blunt and the whole tree explodes. Slackoff was in the tree. It goes flying up. Slackoff starts uh, falling out of the tree and he's like, oh, this is a bad day, isn't it? This is, that's fantastic. <laughs> Slack off is sitting there and he's he's just floating towards the ground. Ash jumps up and is like, I'll save you. He grabs Slack off and as he's falling towards the ground and he's about to go head first, that's when Latias goes over and scoops him up in its invisible form and everyone's like, what's going on? Because all they see is Ash um, being driven in the air and he floats right. to the ground and Missy is like, did he just float? And Brock is like, yeah. And that's when Ash starts putting two and two together. He's like, it's you, isn't it, Latias? And Ash looks around and Latias comes down and finally shows its true form again and it meets uh, uh, meets eyes with Ash and Missy's like, Latias? And Brock's like, Latias? And if everyone remembers, Brock and Misty were not with Ash yet when Ash first encountered Latias 
um, back in the very first episode. So right. this is their first time seeing Latias live in person because all Ash has done is told them the story. So, Doug, I'm going to hand this on over to you um, for the ending of this episode. And Latias turns his attention to uh, the Revengers and takes them all like she literally like hit control um i think is it control a and she like grabbed everybody yes and he spins them around and just flings them up like she <laughs> they literally took the show the show took a, like a jpeg of them all standing there Spun the JPEG around and just said, phew. <laughs> and they all went, bye bye. <laughs> there was an awful feeling. And, you know, everybody else is stunned, but they ran over to pour Slack off. And he's just over. He's like, oh, that's you know, it's an interesting Tuesday. And he, like, he, like, goes and, um, and, you know, goes and, you know, kind of walks away at his own pace. And Ash is like, you know, sorry to, you know, excite you. You know, we got to go lay down for like three months. And <laughs> um, and this you know, is where we, we, we get the big part of the episode. So this is when this is one of the rare times that we actually get to see um, where... Uh, Team Rocket lands when they go, you know, Blast. blasting off again. And they're sitting there and they're just lamenting. They're like, that was a perfect plan. How could it fail? And like, Mime Jr.'s acting was perfect. And um, and uh, Jesse kind of looks over and goes, you were kind of slow firing that net, weren't you, James? And James kind of stands up. He goes, are you seriously blaming me for that? And Boba Fett's like, yeah. And, and he's like, I was just following off of you two, and you both said now. And, you know, you 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 chose to tell me to fire at the wrong time. And yeah, I was like, well, hold on now. This wasn't my fault. And Jesse's like, I don't know about all that. And um, and then me, I was like, well, you know, Jesse, you were the one to tell us to grab them all, all of them. We, we could have just been focused on Pikachu. And and uh, Jesse looks, he's like, well, wasn't this whole thing your idea? Like, didn't, weren't you the one doing the whole Ocean's Eleven bullshit? And... She she then points to James and she's like, you're you're losing a step, you know, old age and all that. Your senses of evil are dulling. And um, uh, me, I was like, now, hold on now. Some things you can't come back from. We shouldn't be saying things we can't take back. And he like his claws come out and they're all standing there. They're all kind of swearing off at each other. Um. Wolvafet's about to have a panic attack. Um, uh, uh, Meowth um, has his claws and he kind of blows on them like a like a villain would blow on a pistol in an action movie. 
And he puts his claws away. He's like, this is it for us. And um, Jesse's like, yes, I think it, I believe it's the end of the line. Um, and poor James isn't allowed to have an original thought. He's like the end of the line indeed. And they, uh, it's, it's all dramatic and they're all kind of in, in shadow and they all three walk off in opposite directions, leaving their Pokemon, by the way. So that's bullshit. Yeah. And, then we immediately do a smash cut back to Ash. He's saying goodbye to Latias. and Well, he's saying goodbye slash hello, I guess. Like, that was you, wasn't it? And, you know, he's, you know he says thank you for, you know, saving my ass because I would have been a, a stain on the field over there. And... He unfortunately has the task of playing catch up because like you said her and Brock weren't with him you know from the jump and so they he's like they, well that's right they literally replay all the moments again um, right or Latias plays it right into Ash's head right so it's, it's kind of a Kind of an insult to viewers if you've been with us or well with us slash with you know this little segment since the beginning it's like we've been here and then um latias has another vision and this time it's a it's a it's a lotius latios latios okay we'll see of course they're like, oh my god, it's Latios or Latios, Latios. Fuck me. <laughs> and um, he like does an attack, and he he breaks the vision, and you know, we we see it's shooting out of a corridor, and we see like explosions, and we see the sky, we see clouds. And then, like, the the feed, like, kind of cuts out. And Latias is kind of standing there like, Oh, man. Some, some shit's about to... About to go down. And, and, um, and that's when we find out that this is not just a one-part episode. This is a two-parter. Because they, they immediately take us right out of this episode. And the narrator is like, what is going on? We will find out next week on Pokemon. <laughs> You're sitting there going, ah, oh, son of a bitch. Yeah, for real. 